Beers and Tears would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land from which we conduct this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We recognise their continued connection to the land and waterways and sky of this beautiful place, and we pay our respects to Elders past and present, and extend that respect to all First Nations people present today, and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. This episode is proudly sponsored by the beautiful studio space at Small Time Group. Supporting emerging artists to refine their products, develop a plan, and connect Listen, with peers and the industry. You've got weeds growing in your hair. I wear both tangled and the lines I mess on your head. A picture of confusion. This is not what beauty is. Straighten your Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today, I'm joined with Becca Armani. Hello. How are you today? Hello. I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We're both kind of like in our holiday mode a little bit, hey? I'm still in my holiday mode. I've tried to get out of the vibe, but I think it's just sticking. I know. It's hard. Summer's hard. It's like January kind of comes around and everybody's slowly like getting back into like work mode, but the sun is still shining and you're kind of just like, no, I don't want to go back to work yet. I don't. Oh, no, it's been good. It's been good though. It's been a good summer. Yeah, beautiful. I mean, well, to begin with, do you want to kind of tell me a little bit about how you started creating music and how you got into yeah, I guess doing it as a career choice. Sure. Um, I started doing music because of my family. Um, my, my dad was a choir conductor growing up. Um, my mum also plays guitar and sings. So I kind of grew up around music. Um, it's just always been something that's a part of who I am and um, I've always just done it. Um, I really thought about doing it as a career path when I was around 18. Um, I don't know, it's just music took a whole meaning for me and um, yeah I wanted to see what it looked like to do it for real. (laughs) Yeah cool and so you were born in Tanzania and then migrated to Australia and then somewhere along the way ended up in UK (laughs) so do you want to like tell me a little bit about your journey? Yeah, um, yeah, sorry, it's all over the place. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was born in Tanzania and, to, and lived there until I was, like, eight. We moved in Australia, moved around a bunch, but I kind of call Queensland, um, Gold Coast area, my home. Um, and I've always just had a fascination for British writers. Um, you know, I fell in love with you know, Adele, Ed Sheeran, um, the Beatles, I love the Beatles, Queen. So a lot of my musical influences are from the UK. And when I was thinking about long-term where I want to be musically and where I want to live and create music, I was like, London. So I moved to London. <laughs> That's how that came about. Yeah. Amazing. And, well, who would you say, who are you listening to at the moment? Who are your, like, current musical influences? Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm listening to a lot of Alo Parks, um, Rachel Chinariri, Thames as well. Um, Who else am I listening to? I'm always listening to Rihanna and Adele. Um, But, yeah, at the moment I've I've got Caesar on blast as well and kind of just just seeing what's what's up and, and what's in the current sphere of the world to kind of pick inspiration from. Do you like the new Caesar album? I love it. It's so good. Uh, it was definitely worth the wait. Yeah. It took too long to get it, but it was so worth it. So, so worth it. 
love it. Cool. And well, going back to, yeah, your family and just like growing up in Tanzania, how important is it for you, I guess, and in your music to channel and connect with your heritage when you're creating your music? It's super important to me. I think it's a it's a part of me that I denied for a really long time. And, you know, music has always been my safe space. So um, it's really important for me to kind of go back to those roots. Um, I mean, my parents are actually from Burundi, so I'm kind of from all over the place. And for me to channel those places and, and um, yeah, channel my heritage is really, really important to me. Um, I think it's Burundian music in general is pretty underrepresented. So being a person who has heritage roots, I, I really want to bring it to the forefront and, um, yeah, bring it to the world. So it's super important to me. Awesome. And in, well, in like a few years ago now, three years ago, um, in 2020, you released Standards, which was kind of mm. like a bit of a testimony towards your encounters with raises, mm. racism and you released it during a really powerful time kind of amidst mm. when the Black Lives Matter movement kind of really blew up. And mm. I kind of just wanted to ask, you know, that it's a really powerful statement but also I'm sure it comes from a very like raw place and like how you mm. feel about releasing and performing material that is so raw and how you kind of like overcome those feelings and mm. you know, show up on stage and be able to like present that to the world I guess yeah um I think I took a lot of time to reflect what the song meant to me and why I was releasing it um the first few times I performed it it was really hard because I was kind of just brought back into that place but um I think after performing it a few times and seeing how people react to it and seeing people of colour in the audience resonate with it and um, actually find it uplifting. For me, it's always kind of been a sad song, um, given the content of the the lyrics of the song, but performing it live brings a whole new meaning to it. Um, so I try and give on stage, give to the audience, um, and that helps me not feel so deeply about it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Mm. And from then you released your full EP April last year. What was that like yes. process of releasing that finally into the world like? <laughs> it took so long. Yeah. Um it it felt amazing. I mean the whole process of putting together a lot of work is so hard. Um but it was an adventure that I'm glad I went on um, just to figure, it took so long because I wanted to figure out what exactly do I want people to hear as the first full body of work for me. Um, so, you know, spending time in London and writing there was really special given that it's a place that I've been dreaming about going since I was 12 and finally writing some of my first projects, you know, material on it was just so beautiful. Um, but then also just like touching on my heritage again and where I'm from and having my family involved in the process as well. It was just like super powerful. It just felt like, I don't know, everything kind of coming together and it's like almost closing 
a chapter of my life, but opening such a like a, a bigger one. Um, it just it feels amazing for it to be up there and to feel and sound like how I've always imagined it. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's it's really it's. I'm just so happy with it. Oh, that's awesome! It's great to hear yeah. people are like really stoked with the final result, especially when it just goes on for so long. It's kind yeah. of like this process of like, is this even good anymore? Like, what is this? I. Honest, honestly, there's one of the songs on the EP, April, just took the longest to write. And that's the title track of the EP. Um, but I was honestly just giving up on all these ideas that I had for the song. And then my dad sent me a voice note and was like, hey, Beck, how are you going? We haven't heard from you in a while. Are you all right? Are you alive? You know, things like that. And then I was like, wait, this is what the EP is about. It's like it's about family and friends and the people around us who push us to go forward and get what we want. And I was like, ah, that's what I've been missing. So you can you can get lost in it, but once it's like all done, it just feels so good. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it just takes a voice note. <laughs> And more like you mentioned that your family kind of had a bit of involvement in the creation Mm. of this EP. Did you want to touch on that a little bit? Oh, for sure. Um, So my dad plays the guitar um, in the interlude. Um, His his voice note, which I just mentioned, plays um, throughout the song of April. Um, I also had my brothers involved in the music videos um, and my brother uh, co-wrote um, one of the songs, um, The Heels. Um, so it really actually, I don't know, it felt like a family affair, but it was it was really fun. Um, and, yeah, it was really special to have them a part of that process, um, given that, yeah, my family has been a big part of my musical journey. Yeah, awesome. And were there yeah. any other, like, key themes that you kind of felt were important to explore during the creation of your work? Um, for sure. I think the, the big, well, the whole EP is about living in this 20-somethings, a super chaotic time, um, you know, given everything to do with the environment, but also social media. And I feel like a lot of young people are growing up in a time where, yeah, that's happening, but also they're trying to figure themselves out who they are, where they're from, um, what is love, what is, what isn't love. Um, so, it, it was super important to have them involved in the process because they're, they're such a big part of me figuring all those things out. Um, yeah, so I just, yeah, I hope that, that young people feel like they can relate to the to the body of the work for that reason. Mm, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely feels like from what you're describing, it's a lot of pieces of you that are kind of like coming together in this Yeah. Form you know, project, which is kind of Mm. like an amazing sort of first body of work to have, to be like, this is like what I am. Thank you. Really appreciate that. (laughs) And do do you have like a favourite track off the EP? Oh, my goodness. People always ask me this, but it changes (laughs) all the time. I feel like different, different times makes me fall in love with something different. But at the moment I'm loving April so much. Um, I don't know. It's just something about it. Every single time I hear my dad on it, I'm like, <gasps> yeah. yeah, I really, I, I love it. I love that track. Oh, sweet. Well, I think, I think Lebecca Lecca is one of my favorite tracks. I think it's a really beautiful track. Um, oh, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to like touch a little bit on that track and how it came about? Yeah, for sure. Um, 
So I'd had the idea for this song for the for for a while, um, and I was telling my mom how I just can't figure this song out, and she was like, "Oh, Lebeka Leka," and Lebeka is my nickname, which is how you pronounce Rebecca in my language, Kirundi, and Leka means to let go, and I'm a person who stresses a lot, um, and she often says it. She's like, oh, "Lebeka Leka," you know, what's meant to be will be yours. Um, in due time, you'll figure it out. Like, just let the song happen when it's supposed to happen. And that kind of gave me the idea to sort of write the song from the perspective of family and friends, you know, people who champion us to kind of let go of our fears to truly the person that we want to be and, and go for our dreams. So I wrote it as a way to give to my family and my friends and everyone who supports me, but also to kind of encourage myself to kind of go for it um, and let doubt and fear go um yeah that's kind of how we came about and yeah cool and well you're playing Wamadelaide festival um coming up in march which is going to be yes. awesome um what what does a becca armani show look like what can people expect to see if they're coming to watch you at Wamadelaide? Oh my goodness, that's a that's a really good question. It's gonna be my first time playing with a band. So you can expect some very soulful afro-infused show. Oh. Yeah, soulful afro is what I'm saying. This is the vibe I'm going for. I like that. Do you have any yeah. like, look to visuals a lot during your live shows? Or even during your writing and like creation? Yes, I, I'm a very visual person. Um so I've got some visuals planned. It should be very fun. Um, yeah. Sweet. Do you ha- Is there anyone in the lineup that you're, like, looking forward to going and seeing? I mean, it's a pretty big lineup. <laughs> but- yeah, the lineup is actually insane. It's actually insane. Um, I really want to see Aurora. Mm. Florence and the Machine is one of my favourite artists. I love her so much. But Genesis obviously for the longest time, so I'm very excited to see her. Sam for the great as well. Bon Iver is on there. So I don't know, you know, my schedule is going to be full. But, yeah. Oh, just so many good ones. So many good ones. But those yeah. are a few I really want to see. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's a really insane lineup. I'm very excited about it. I'm, I'm very keen. Cool. So, so keen. Well, finally, if, like, there were three songs, three of your songs that you could recommend to someone. If they had never heard your music before, what songs would you want them to hear? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I'd say Smoke and Mirrors. Cool. Lebecca Leka. And, whoa, um, Standards. Okay, cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit of bit of everything. Yeah, what well, a little yeah. one from each era. Yeah, one from each era. You know, the eras in the EP. The so yeah. many eras. <laughs> oh my god! But we got there in the end. Cool. I love it. Well, thank <laughs> you so much for taking the time out of your day to have a chat to me today. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. This has been really great. Lending to 
Mama's not.